0: Good morning, everybody. My name is Sally Kalen, and you are listening to my podcast, Relationships the Good and the Messy. I am so glad you are here, guys. If you are new, please check out all my other podcasts because there are so many. Uh, 245, 46 episodes and you're going to find something there for you. Now, I wanted to hop on today and share a message with you. I care so much about my clients. I care so much about my audience. I care about people. And if I had a wish, my biggest wish would be that for you to all realize how incredibly amazing you truly are, and to realize that you don't need to put up with poor relationships, a bad relationship. You do not need to be accepting someone that's not really committed or into you if if you want a full commitment. You are allowed to have something so amazing Okay, that that is just a message I want for you to get. Like, you are deserving of it. You deserve it. Like, that's we all deserve it. But unfortunately, a lot of us have these beliefs and ideas and narratives that we play out unconsciously within our subconscious mind that tells a different story. And I want to break it down today of why you're struggling to leave that toxic relationship, why it is so hard. But to also paint a picture of the life you know, if you stay in that situation or if you decide to walk away from that situation. And I'm not saying that you should do either or. It's always up to you what you do, right? But because in my own life, I feel like I wasted so much time. I wasted so much time in the wrong relationships, right? I feel like I just, like I say, I wish I could just, you know, snap my fingers and help each and every one of you just to realize how powerful and worthy and beautiful you really are because I really believe at the crux of it all the reason why we can end up in situations and be stuck there for so long is because we doubt all of that and it you know plays into of course the stories and the beliefs that we heard and adapted to growing up and we have unconscious you know programming that keeps us in those patterns so if you would like to work with me one-to-one, I want you to reach out to me. My new website that is coming is going to have, it's in the process. It's almost there. It's going to have everything there for you. So I'm going to be able to send you over there where you can grab all the free stuff, where you can sign up to my email, where you can book in to work with me. It's going to be all there. But until now, if you would like to get in touch with me, please DM me over on Instagram. Um, You can still go to my current website. It's a little bit heavy, that website a bit slow. So but it's once it loads, it's all there. Um, but it's um, my emails over there. Or like I say, come to Instagram, because I'm going to f- get to you a lot quicker, because I get a lot of emails. And sometimes I've noticed I've missed people along the way. Um, so working with me, we can book in that free call. And I can tell you about the program, and we can see if that's a good fit for you. Because like I say, my passion is seeing you thrive and not only get out of a toxic relationship, but heal from a breakup and completely change and transform your life. I mean, I've had clients um, that have been working with me for uh, years in some cases. We've gone past the relationship stuff. We're into creating, you know, all these other things now, and it's phenomenal, right? It's all about becoming the best version of yourself and letting go of all the old patterns that keep us stuck. Because life is too short, guys. Like I say, it's so fleeting. And I don't mean that to sound negative, because I like to think life is so abundant and, f- you know, like forever, right? We've got so much time. I don't like to be thinking, oh, we haven't got enough time. But the reality is, right, we can stay way too long in the wrong relationship, right? That is a truth. And, and I don't want that for you. And it's like, you know, how much are you willing to take? When is your, you know, I'm done, but you've got to be ready for it. And I always say with the clients that I coach, you know, and everybody knows this, like I only coach people that are 100% ready and all in. Like uh, that is where we do the work. You You have to really want this. So if you get in touch with me, I want you to know we are doing the work, right? It's a, a complete makeover of your life. It's everything. So it's not just a few little things here and there we go deep. You won't need another relationship. Course coach, once we start working together, you're going to realize that because it really is a spiritual awakening of sorts as well. So please DM me and and let's book that call in. So without further ado, let's get on to just keeping it simple today, keeping it like really real. But why is it so hard to um, get out of those difficult situations you know that we're in why why is it so hard to walk away from a relationship that we know isn't good for us that we know is not the best thing for us we tell ourselves story that but he's so good most of the time or some of the time and I think that's one of the reasons so the first reason why it is so hard to to work walk away from a toxic relationship is because they're not it's not toxic all the time and I think that is one of the biggest problems when we're fa- when we're in this situation we hang on to the things that work in that relationship and we see usually there's chemistry as well in these toxic dynamics you often find you know that one of the reasons people find it so hard to walk away is because there's a chemical connection and we cling to that and then we remember the times where they were good and we can see those things happening and then we we don't want to focus on the fact that this person is you know up and down negative abusive, disruptive, or whatever it is for you, whatever they're doing, that's causing you to second guess everything. But I always say this, you know, when you are choosing that person, when you are choosing to be in a relationship with that person, where you say you've got the chemistry, and you've got all that good stuff going, it's like, you know, if you think of like, like, a, it's like you're choosing the other half of them as well. It's like a whole, the whole thing. It's like, You're not just choosing half of them when you go into a relationship. You're not just choosing that good part of them. You're not just choosing the time when they treat you really well. You're also choosing the other half of them when they're abusive or toxic and it's crazy and ambivalent and you don't know what you're doing. That is what you're doing. And when I was talking to a client the other day, she was saying to me, um, she's actually a client that's come back. She was working with me and then she's come back she ended up going back to her her ex to try and make it work after we'd worked together. And that was one of the decisions we had sort of come to the decision where she'd made that decision. And of course, you know, and when she came back to work with me, she said, you know, she started describing how he was behaving and, and it all started up again. So he sort of showed up initially and it seemed like he had changed, but then he gradually over a period of weeks started becoming exactly like how he was. And she was said, she goes, I'm so upset. You know, it's, it's this, it's that. And, and I said to her, and, and she really liked this perspective and it really shook her. And she had a, she sort of laughed about it. But I said to her, why are you so surprised that he's behaving like that though? You know, that's what he's like. That's how he's always been. And she goes, I know. I like, what is it? He always does that. I said, you're acting like he's, he's, It's just happened for the first time, and she goes, "I know, right?" And yet he does it all the time. Why am I so surprised? And I think that's just it, isn't it? We need to understand that people don't really change unless they are consciously choosing to change. And you know how hard it is to change yourself, right? You know that you've been working on yourself. You've been doing the work but it's not easy is it we we revert back to our old ways sometimes so you imagine people that aren't really wanting to change or they they feel like they got to just to keep you in their life or whatever it's it's hardcore it's hard work so you know i think that's one of the reasons that point is the reasons why you know we it's hard to walk away from a toxic relationship is because there's a part of us that believes that that good side is going to outweigh eventually the bad side and, and maybe right now there is a sort of balance, well, he's not, because uh, the chemistry is so good and this is so good, I can put up with this, or can I? Or it might be starting to outweigh. So I think we talk ourselves into thinking that we bank on the potential of someone and we bank on hoping they're going to change. So that's one reason, right? Now, this second reason, which is what I wanted to sort of highlight in this podcast, which is the main reason for sharing this, actually, again, I was talking to a client the other day and this came up as well. Um, and this is a really important part. And I've spoken about this as well in the past, but it's really important. And I want you to really get this. So when you're growing up, you are taking in everything around you, right? You're adapting to the behaviors, the sounds, the feelings as you're growing up. You you take on all the different things around you. And all of us have got trauma to certain and varying degrees, right? And you form beliefs about relationships based on what you're seeing inadvertently, around you all the time, whether that's with your family members, like your parents or your caregivers or your pe- grandparents or whoever you're spending time with and different things are happening. And you're taking on these ideas about what relationships are meant to be. And there is an energy in the home and there could be stress, anxiety. Um, maybe you see your parents never there for you because they're always working or maybe they're always arguing or maybe they're, they don't, they do the silent treatment or whatever it is, or they, they're not there for you enough um, because because they are working, not because they're bad parents or anything, but or maybe they are bad parents. There's all these different things, right? They're going on, but we form beliefs, and then we tend to choose people in our life that reflect back to us what is our normal. We create the same energy, type, uh, feeling as what we experienced and felt. Our interpretation of what we experienced growing up. So, for example, when I was a kid, I grew up where I was not close with my parents. I felt very isolated from my mum. I never felt loved and understood in the way I needed. Um, and I just didn't have that closeness. Um, I had it from my grandparents, but then I would end up in relationships with, with either almost like my grandparents, you know, as in they would treat me so well, or I'd end up, end up in relationships um, where they were more distant and cold and judgy of me, a bit like my mum and the weirdest part is when I would end up with people that gave me a hard time they seemed more attractive to me than the people that were just abundantly giving me love because I had a belief deep down that I just wasn't worthy and I had to fight for love and so of course the guys that gave me a hard time matched a pattern that was you know way better than someone that just gave me love unconditionally so I basically always seemed to be in a state of anxiety, a state of stress in my relationship, somehow sabotaging it. So when someone was giving me all that love and abundance, like my grandparents did, whilst I did love that because there was such trauma and wounding within me, meaning it really hurt my soul that I just didn't have that connection with my mother, especially like it used to really... I remember I used to go to sleep at night, just, just feeling so alone and just wishing she would be underspe- nice to me. I mean, my interpretation then as a kid was like, I wish she would just love me. Why is she so mean? Why is she so this? But now as an adult, I think it was more a case of, I just wanted to feel accepted and loved and, and seen for who I was. I was not my sister. I was not anyone. I was just, I wanted to be seen. And so there was just never that connection. And so of course I ended up in relationships that had a similar energy which was me in a state of anxiety and stress, because that's how I used to feel at home. So I, but then I went to my grandparents and I felt light and loved. And and it was almost, it was like the two ends of the spectrum. And that's kind of how my relationships played out. I was either in relationships that were, they were, the guys were just so giving and amazing. And I would sabotage those relationships or I was in relationships where everything was withheld, right? And I felt like it was a, you know, I was just being treated, Badly, well, I was. I was being treated badly. That's just all there was, because it represented the same thing. So that is what relationships essentially are. So how that? Let me make that more scientific for you in a way, but also simple. So what happened in my situation, and what happens to all of us, is that our brains literally become chemically changed over time, living like this. Right? We our brains change when we're living in this high, low, hot, cold, on, off situation in our relationships. And we become addicted to that emotional high and low. So it's, we create these dynamics in which we build a tolerance to the abusive situation, right? We, we, it, it becomes the normal and we form a sense of needing to have that in our relationships, right? And these are why these trauma bond relationships exist, which is I find myself in these. Um, and so we, be, we just accept that whole dynamic of that relationship. And it's uh, destabilizing, it's uncertain, it's ambivalent. And these types of relationships can show up in all different ways as well, by the way. You can have a guy that's just gives you the silent treatment when he can't, you know, when things aren't working. And that's a form of abuse anyway, but he's not actually doing much else other than that, but it's still really toxic. Or you can have someone that where you're just arguing with a lot of the time. and Or you can have someone that won't commit to you, but you really want to have that commitment and yeah, ironically, if you've got a fear of commitment, you might think you want it. And as soon as someone wants to commit to you, you're not attracted to them. You're like, oh no, I'm not attracted to them now. He's not really my type or he's too boring. Or really? I thought you wanted commitment. And so you've always, do you, know, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? So we've always, we keep playing at these patterns, right? And that is why, in a nutshell, why it's so hard to leave these relationships. Those two reasons are the primary reason why, it's hard to let that person go. And here's a big thing to understand. And it's quite hard to understand when you're not in in that place of, of really seeing things truly clear. And I didn't get this initially years and years and years ago. It's actually not the person, the person you're missing or you think you want. It's not the person that you're craving. Like you think it's that person. Oh, but he's so attractive to me. I love the way he touches me. The chemistry is so great, even though he's a bastard half the time and he's this and he's that, like, well, I just swore, don't usually swear. Um, but yeah, is, is it like, no, it's the energetics, it's the dynamic that you're addicted to. Because if, so, if I could click my fingers and have a guy show up in that person's place where you've, because there's other guys, there's other guys and women that you're going to be just as attracted to, if not more. So if I could click my fingers and replace that person and with the same energetics the same everything, but it 's not that person it 's someone else you 'd still be as hooked it 's not the person and I remember thinking like years ago, no, it is the person it 's definitely the person and it wasn 't until I began really healing and clearing and you know doing the work like i I began doing the meditations every day, the breath work, the energetics the I went to ashrams, I did chanting I did I did the whole thing. I also did all the talking therapies. And like I say, like a lot of healing modalities of, you know, somatic healing, tapping, e, you know, EFT, NLP, hypnosis, the whole thing. I've done it all, guys. Like literally, I was desperate to heal myself from these toxic relationship patterns because I knew I was the common denominator. And that's something we have to face as well. That if you do have a pattern of being in relationships that are, where you're you know, like I say, toxic relationships are, is not synonymous with abuse, but toxic meaning that there is inconsistent behavior in those relationships where it's all over the place. If you've got a history of that, you have to look at yourself. It's not always looking at the other person. Oh, it's the narcissist. To be honest, I actually get really tired of seeing all these posts on narcissists, narcissists, narcissists. Nar- okay, we get it. And there is a place and a time for that. Don't get me wrong, guys. I we need all that. So, I'm not banging at the people with just narcissist um, Instagram feeds or anything like that, because we need we need that information. It makes us feel connected. But it's not going to change your life. Won't change just by getting all this information about the narcissist in your life. But what will change is if you learn about you and what makes you stay in that situation and what's made you accept things that aren't acceptable arm yourself up with the things that you need to do to break those patterns. So you can spot a narcissist a mile away. Or if you get involved with one, you can break away. And I'm not saying, oh, it's so simple as that. I know it's not. I've been in those situations. But the only way your external life is going to change, the people you choose, the relationships you have, is when you heal and know yourself and love yourself, which is exactly how I started this podcast, because I feel such compassion and love to each and every one of you, because I freaking know the struggle is real. And there are so many people in really crappy relationships right now just accepting it. People that have got even great jobs, and there's so much of their lives that are working, yet they're in these really poor relationships. And they somehow think is normal. Like, no, that's not normal, Healthy relationships do not feel like a train wreck. They do not have you second guessing yourself, right? It that's just not how it works. So I want you to think about your life right now. I want you to think about what will your life look like in the future. If you stay in the same place as you are now and you look at that person and they never change, because I want you to see them for what they are right now, because we can't bank on someone's potential. If nothing changes in this person, what does your life look like in? down the track. I want you to have a, take a snapshot. What are you going to be doing, All right? Now I want you to think about a life with someone or in a relationship, your ideal relationship. What does that look like? And compare your ideal relationship to the one you've got. I want you to spend time today thinking about this. And I want you to think about your life down the track. What's it going to look like? Who are you spending time with? What do your days look like? What's a Saturday, an ideal Saturday with the one that you love? What are you doing? What are you talking about? What are you sharing? How good does it feel? Or what does it look like by staying in the same cycle as you're staying in now? Because you're not getting any younger, you're not getting any prettier. And I may have said that already. (laughs) Or it was on another podcast because I had to redo this podcast. But Someone used to say that to me, right? And it's true. We cannot waste time. We, we we have to take action. We have to make those changes. And look, if you're in your 20s and 30s and, you know, you, you you don't mind being in these ambivalent relationships, I get it because I think we think we've got so much time at that stage. And that's fine. But I'm not specifically talking to you then on this because, well, I am because I want you to get it now. But I do understand You know, this podcast is for people that are really done and they want to make those changes. I want you to book a free call with me and begin that journey today to see if this is the program that can help you heal from these toxic patterns. I mean, the one thing I will say to you guys is when I work with my clients within the first half an hour, I can predict exactly the life you are going to end up. I can predict why you attract who you do, why it's been so difficult to leave and where it's going. I I, it, it, I just can't. I've done this work for like 15 years. I've worked on myself for like 20 or more and I do get it. Like I understand, but I can also give you the roadmap out. I can give you the tips in, that you need to take your life to that next level, getting out of that old life into the new life and there's consistent things that you need to do. It's not like something you do once and then, oh, it's all figured out. It's about taking that journey every day, being the best version of you, stepping into the par- into this now moment, embracing everything and saying, okay. So that's my message today, guys. I hope that shed a little bit of insight um, on where why it is so difficult for you to leave. That is really the main reason. And look, I will throw in too, if you do have children, I do understand that that Is an added concern 100%. But I always use this saying, I heard it on Dr. Phil way back. He always said kids would rather come from a broken home than live in one. That really resonated with me at the time, and I think it's true. It's your children thrive when their parents are happy, and if you're living in a toxic environment, then that's, you know, it, it impacts them, doesn't it? On In, in all sorts of ways. They When you, you are the best version of you, your kids are the best version of them and they are not listening to you. They are watching you. They are watching your behavior. They are energetically picking up the energy of the home, how you're feeling. So as you become, you know, your best self, it it just is the most empowering thing for, you know, of course, our children as well. So, But look, as I say, my new website will be there soon and you're going to have everything in one place, which I cannot wait for because I want to be able to just go, hey, head over to the website. It's all there. And the booking form for these free calls is going to be up this week in my Instagram. But for now, please DM, book your free call. Let's have a chat and see if this is the program for you. Please share this podcast, guys. Like I say, scroll back, have a listen, to the many other episodes and if there is a question you have for me like I say reach out and ask if there is a podcast you would like me to do please let me know and let's get to it as much as I would love to be doing the guests thing which I've had plans to do being the workload and everything I've got it's not happening at the moment but if you have any guests that you would like me to to have on this show please let me know as well and even if you're if you're a survivor of abuse and you've turned your life around let like, please like reach out and maybe you'll be able to I'll have you on the show let's just have some conversations around it all hey okay guys have a great day and I will be back in a couple of days with a new podcast I'll talk to you then